them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. On today's episode, we have some nerd news. We're going to be talking about The Haunting of Bly Manor and the new season of Ooh. The Mandalorian. Dun dun. <laughs> dun 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 dun. <laughs> but first, guys, we have some mail. Oh. Ooh. Shall we read it? Let's, please. All right. Is that my job? Yeah, you go. All right. You're the the postal worker today. All right. I'm reaching into the sack. And the first letter I pulled out, it's a a real letter (laughs) from Hogwarts. It's from Lee. And Lee has written us before. Uh, And Lee has to say, hey, ladies, just wanted to drop you all a quick note again to say how much I enjoy the podcast. Love the lost footage with Cat Burrell. Hearing her voice just made me smile. Also, exciting news about the hopeful interview with Sarah Shahi. Not sure if you all know, but she was a guest on the July 15th episode of the podcast that Kate Moaning and Leisha Haley have called Pants. Hmm. It was awesome. And I totally agree that the chemistry between Shane and Carmen was off the charts. They definitely should have made that end game. Anyways, uh, thanks again for feeding my inner nerd with your lively discussions. Lee. Yes. Wendy, do you know about that There's- podcast in the Shahi? Of course I do. Okay. It's a Shahi <laughs> podcast. Sorry. I, if it's a Shahi podcast, I will find it and I will listen to it. It was a good podcast. Any podcast with the Shahi is good. That mm. woman can talk about anything and be entertaining. She and it's interesting. That's where she did get into some of the, her not being, being brought back on the L word. Mm. There's still time. There's yeah. still time. It was, it was fun to hear the three of them kind of reminisce about the show. And, and, you know, I think they talked a lot about, I think Sarah was dating steve or recently married or something like she would fly off all the time and the other girls were like we wanted you to hang out with us because you're fun <laughs> you know, it's kind of going off no it's a good it's a good podcast to listen to especially if you like the l word nice. and um and, Shaw. and what what did Shaw he say about not coming back what's the explanation uh sh- sounds like it was what was said she's she was talked about the whole representation and casting and she's like look i'm fine guys you know it's not like sarah's hurting for no, work and- she's my she might be fine but i'm not fine well, exactly. and that, you know what i don't get to see uh carmen back right you know what and that's what she said she said what she feels is it was a loss for the fans of carmen who wanted yeah. her back they're the ones that don't get to see that so she feels for them because she's like personally i, I would have loved to come back i wanted to come back but mm. it, it didn't happen, and um, it, yeah, she feels for the fans that would have loved to see Carmen back. And um, but yeah, so she got into it on that mm. show a little bit. You know, she didn't sound start a write-in campaign. Well, it would work. Probably out. already done that. Huh? Right, yeah, <laughs> and Sarah's shoot, Sarah's busy. Right. She's got okay. her new show okay. coming She's out got on her Netflix. DC She's going to be on uh, Black Adam. So all right, and as I reach back into the mailbag, I have now turned on. My good oh, mic. Good. So we're all good here. <laughs> we're all good here. I can now. really hear my no longer my dulcet tones in HD. Well. Yeah, we got to do your voice justice, Tara. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> ah, okay. This Hogwarts letter comes from Cynthia. She says, wow, I hope the band didn't break up over the candy debate last week. 
Everyone had such strong opinions about favorite and least favorite Halloween candy. Mm. My only input is mounds over almond joy and candy corn is edible. Mm. Love the Katrina Law interview. I rarely watch the Hallmark Channel, but I guess I'll be watching Christmas with the Darlings on November 8th, especially since a happy ending is promised to balance out Bly Manor. <laughs> we will talk about Bly Manor later. Yes, oh we will. God. Thank you, Cynthia. Um, yeah, well, we're still here. We're still together. We survived our first real fight. We're working through that it. That was over yeah. candy corn mm-hmm. and its brethren, candy pumpkins, <laughs> and the autumn mix that is one of my most favorite fall snacks. Snacks? Really? It's a snack? It's delicious. Yeah. It's a treat okay. and a snack. Do you know how hard it is to find candy corn or the pumpkins or the autumn mix right before Halloween, Cat? You can't find it. It's sold out everywhere. I found one bag, one you know, bag of the candy corn went, at Ralph's. I, I went to, to Walmart. <laughs> I went to Vons. I went, uh, I looked Target. Um, all of them sold out. And I went all over Walmart because it said they had some still in stock. And I went up to like to the guy because there's all this other Halloween candy there, right? Tons and tons of other candy. But I could not find the autumn mix. So I went up and I asked the man. The candy man in the candy aisle. I said, I, said, I hey, showed him really online. Wonka. I said, where is the autumn mix? He goes, oh, no, no, that's a mistake. We That was one of the first things we sold out of every year. Because people love it. They only, and they, only make, they only make two bags per store because no. nobody wants <laughs> There's it. millions of bags, Kat. <sighs> so... Listen, obviously this I, issue is not at rest. I am out here. Yeah, Cynthia, you've, you've, you've exposed an open wound. Um, yeah, I mean, yes. but I do agree. Mounds over almond joy all day. Yeah. So basically Cynthia is saying everything that I care about is crap. Like she, she, she <laughs> likes candy corn and she doesn't like the almond joy. So thanks Cynthia. Appreciate it. Well, she only called candy edible. corn edible. I will take that as a, as a partial win. <laughs> <laughs> Edible's good. I'll go with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, we're going to talk about Bly Manor a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, Okay, before we go, there's uh, there's an email that I'm going to read. Can you pull it out of the sack for me, Tara? All right, hold on. Let me get in there. It's real deep in there, that one. Yeah, it's in the bottom. It's really big. I'm glad people still send letters. Okay. All right. Here, Here you go, Kat. Okay, thanks. Yeah. So this came a couple weeks ago, but we, uh, we ran our time a couple of episodes ago. So I'm going to read it now. It's from a new listener in England. So I want what I want you two to do. You haven't read this yet. I want you two to mm. call out the very fun and obvious sort of like Brit uh, terms that that we don't hear here every day. It's kind of like a fun. <laughs> it's it's going to be okay. a fun game. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you should call it out somehow. Like I don't know. Is there what sort of British? Like do we like raise our hands or we like slap you, something like the you table? Call it out. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll think of a fun word. I don't know. Uh, Let's go. Okay. I'm going to ring the shame bell. <laughs> you ring the shame bell? That's nice. Yeah, when I hear it. You ready? Okay. You prompted? Okay. Yeah. Well, hello there. Thank you, you marvelous she-nerds, for deciding not just to record your hilarious and informative nerding outs, but also to share them with the world. I didn't know I needed this until I stumbled across you quite by chance. Lock. Oh. <laughs> ding, ding. Quite by chance. Quite? Quite by chance. Lockdown meant oh. I finally had some time in my hands and could at least get past season one of Person of Interest. 
Whoa! All right. Like a rabbit word. hole. I promptly fell all the way down. Root is alive. <laughs> we was robbed. Keep going. Keeps getting better. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did they make it all the way through? Uh, let's see. And as a subs- just as a one. subsequent search of Amy Acker podcast led me to lots of interviews, but then to you nerds with a special co-host, and here I have remained ever since. Often quite conf- <laughs> often quite confused, but here nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> so are we? Yeah. Sorry about that. No, I'm glad it no one I know watches these shows. I'm into, and having no one to nerd out with is pretty sad. So having you nutters wanging a... Uh, uh, <laughs> Whoa. My, wait. Ring, ring. So the term here is having... The whole thing is having you nutters wanging on about. <laughs> wow. Uh, I love it. <laughs> All this gay and genre stuff has been a real solace. You guys have been keeping me company for week, uh, at work for weeks. So there I am listening to episodes in order from first... Uh, from the first, Whoa. but also listening to the latest episodes. Got to keep up to date, right? On Tuesday, <laughs> there I was at work. My bemused client, bemused, I think is definitely a... Oh, yeah. yeah. So she's, it sounds too she's smart very, to be American. Very, I don't, yeah, sure. she sounds very proper. Uh, my, Some mm-hmm. of these are just good I know, grammar true. and good English. Right. That's not, not necessarily British. Really smart. Like, yeah. to us. <laughs> yeah. My bemused client looking out of her window at me as I'm standing there laughing my arse off. Oh, hang on, hang on. Be- because <laughs> we're not actually I'm not, shaming, I'm not it, shaming it, but it's just, Game of Thrones. Right, it's the awesome bill. <laughs> yeah, and I'm standing there laughing my arse off because you nerds have picked bloody potato. Bloody counts too. Oh, bloody. As a safe bloody. word for the divine cabaret to use to avoid spoilers. Potato, that whole incident had me creasing, creasing up. Whoa. I don't know what I it mean. means. <laughs> my client Hopefully is good. looking at me like I'm totally out of my tree. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no. And I can't go in and explain, partly because partly COVID, but also because how do you even, I can't explain that. Like they, like they don't already <laughs> think I'm cracking up because I've begun to grin and snigger a lot while I'm oh. <laughs> while I'm tre- while yeah. I'm trudging about. Oh, yep. when I'm normally pretty serious at work. I mean, it's a cold, misty, foggy Cotswold <laughs> autumn. That sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Oh, oh. God, that's yeah. nice. Way to throw autumn? it in her face. And- Perfection. And I'm meant, <laughs> meant to be dour and stoic, and I've got my tweed flap cap <laughs> on and my collar turned up against the wind. Oh, this sounds amazing. Oh. Pictures. Yeah, pictures. But then I just stood there howling with laughter. I blame you lot. Oh, what can I say? You seem like a splendid gang, and you'd bring a massive dollop of Californian... Perfectly splendid. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> no. You bring a massive dollop of California sunshine to my week. So Thank you. I'll trade you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we actually come and visit oh you? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel so much less alone, feeling like I'm the only. Uh, I'm feeling like I'm in on your nerdy queer party. Oh, by the way, your bloody theme tune. Your bloody theme <laughs> tune is the most in- indescribably catchy little earworm. <laughs> Listening to episodes back to back means I hear it quite a lot, and now I find myself oh, I'm singing, oh, singing it under my breath in in, in, in opportune <laughs> moments. Whoever wrote that top evil skills? Yeah. Oh. It is. Uh, it's. Theme tune. We, I like we, that. I, you know, we don't. I don't think we give you enough credit for that. It's such a great theme song. The theme tune. It no, it's a theme, theme tune, tune cat. Sorry, yep. I like that. It's, uh, yeah, top notch. Thanks. All the very, oh, all the very best. Keep making, <laughs> keep making me look like a lunatic at work. <laughs> signed by AK. Uh, AK says, "So I know you sometimes struggle with names. I feel like this is. I feel like I'm being attacked here." So I know you sometimes struggle with names. This is pronounced A K, like J K, only with the without the J. 
Wait, it's not ass. It's just AK. <laughs> AK is funny. I like AK. Uh, yeah. Oh, AK. Right this on, is such AK. a great email. Thank you. And uh, wow. We want to we want to trade lives with you for like maybe just yeah. a couple of weeks. Oh, please. Yes. Could be like a Freaky Friday situation. That would be funny. <laughs> what did AK say about person of interest? Had they just gotten the first season down um, or had they gotten further? Me, so I did some editing because it's a long email. By the way, AK, please don't get fired because you're laughing at <laughs> yes. our podcast. It sounds like we could be jeopardizing your work. <laughs> so okay, performance. Uh, so AK says so. Any uh, anyway, so I ran out of POI too soon. So yeah, it sounds like they they got all the way through. Oh, so they yeah. finished. Okay, AK finished it. Good, Good deal. Job. Good job. Welcome to the club. Indeed. So there you go. All right. All right. You can close up that sack too, uh, if you want to. All right, closing it up. I think it's time. There we go. That was thank you for the mails. Yeah. Closing. Thank yes. you for writing Thanks real letters. Uh, you know, it'd be cool if you would send it by owl, though. Hmm. The mail bed, the mail sack is nice, but if we can get is an it? owl to just is loop it? in, that would be that's that would be extra. So work on work, work on, on that, that, somebody. Um, I think it's time for some nerd news. news. Oh dear! One of these days that will be replaced by legit nerd news. Not this week. Because <laughs> this week was not. Halloween. That's right. How was everyone's Halloween? <sighs> it was good, well. but, you know, everything is like, everything good that happens is like, oh, it's good, but also depressing because it's not as good as it could yeah. be. Yeah. Like the yeah. world, the Dodgers won the World Series last week. It feels like that was yeah. months ago. And I know. I'm a huge Dodger fan. And I was like, Woo. that's cool. Like, it's just never, nothing is right. quite no. as good Mm-mm. as it could be. So. How was no. your Halloween, Tara? I saw the decorations. Good. Looked good. Yes, I decorated inside and out. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I made pop pumpkin chocolate chip muffins. Ooh. And they are delicious. And I have eaten four already. <laughs> and let me make no mistake, they are the jumbo size nice. ones that I made. Not regular size. So really, I've eaten eight, if you think of it okay. that way. Um, but I was when I was at Walmart trying to find the autumn mix, which they no, did not have. Right. Um, they did finally put out the pumpkin bread mix. Oh. So I got six of them, six boxes oh, that I, because they will run out eventually. Oh, just see. like the autumn mix, people snatch that sure. stuff up. So yeah, I just prepare for my whole fall autumnal season nice. um, through Thanksgiving to be able to make pumpkin treats. Very good. Good for you. <laughs> when, Wendy, how was <laughs> Halloween? Wendy, Halloween? Yes, did my Halloween. Celebrate- oh, I, I did not need <laughs> my you turn. Another call Wait, or something? Wait, we're recording the podcast right now. We're I, the middle hey, of right now. I was listening to Tara's story. So, by the way, my Halloween was spent with Tara because we were <laughs> bubbling. And uh, I have not yet had a pumpkin muffin with chocolate chips, but I brought three home. So oh. Yep, I yes. will. Excellent. We've yes, she. She, she's able to come into this bubble. So you're a good Halloween. That was okay, fun. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds <laughs> like fun. As fun as it can be, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was kind of depressing, though. Yeah. A lot. I put a lot of hard work into those decorations. and But I'm glad that, you know, some of the neighbors would kind of walk by and said awesome. that they loved it. And then we're in the spirit. So mm-hmm. it was cool. It's great. It was a the full moon Halloween. Very perfect cool. Saturday night. But yet... You know, spooky. Yeah. Not, not much to do. Not, uh, not thrilled. Not thrilled. About we did it. watch part of Halloween, which you know Tara loves her scary movies. Oh. But Halloween's to the point where it's kind of scary, but it's also kind of like, okay, yeah, just drop the knife right by the killer. Yeah, that's the probably not dead. And 
I just leaned in the doorway more, and right, more scared at like the oh how stupid can you be yes. type right. moments. Like, are you kidding me? Right. Well, of course see- he's gonna jump out at yeah, you if you you yeah. see it coming a little bit. Right. So yeah, but it was festive. That's good. Yeah. You gotta have Halloween movies on. Did you guys make a? I saw it on your Facebook cat, like some your cart, your little what is that thing called? The, a a the Surrey? Surrey. That's right. It's yeah, a, have a Surrey made for Surrey. Surrey. Yeah, yeah. Never, you haven't seen you haven't it, Wendy? Seen it? I saw that picture, but I didn't know what I was looking at. Yeah, it's you know yeah. like when you go to like a lake or the beach, you can mm-hmm. rent those those. Oh yeah, Surrey I did bikes. a yeah, yeah Surrey. Yeah. So we have one of those, and we decorated it last night. And we, <laughs> just right around yeah, the neighborhood. Yeah, we hopped in, we rode around <laughs> the neighborhood, we then went up to like. <laughs> like a big a big the big street yeah. down the i don't need yeah. to give up my yeah. address but and it was fun it was again it was like okay at least, at least it's something right we did something right you, got you did something about. and people yeah. love it people are like yeah. you know you can't i'm sure it was very festive it was you can't not smile and wave at a surrey bike rolling by so right so we brought that's up, all lit up yeah lit were they up. waving or like Doing another gesture because you're in the way. <laughs> yeah, were you on the road or on the sidewalk? Um, in most, uh, we don't do the sidewalk. We we it fits in a bike lane. That's true. Okay. It's a bike. It's it, it is a bike. So we okay. we fit in the bike lane. And if there isn't a bike lane, we just you know we, we take the lane like a normal bicycle kind of rule. You take the lane. Uh-huh. People have to stay away from you. We try not to do that, but yeah, we we generally stay to bike lanes. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. we had a good time. We like went around for like an hour. Wow, that's some exercise. Yeah, it was fun. Good times. Huh. All right. Huh. Did you throw out candy as you went? No, we we've oh, done like, that. Oh, like Mardi Gras parade. Yeah. We've done that in the past. Uh, we'll uh, just really? ride around the block awesome. and throw candy at kids, but obviously we didn't do it this year. So, all right. Use <sighs> slingshot. <laughs> yeah, high powered. <laughs> like a t-shirt gun. <laughs> oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> I need a t-shirt gun. <laughs> well, what other news we got? So anyways, in the bag? nerd news. <laughs> <laughs> Am I starting? Yeah. My grays? Yeah. Okay. Do it. My grays anatomy made the news. Uh, We talk about it on the show mainly because I love it. And there have been, uh, there are a few LGBT characters on there. One of my favorites with Callie in Arizona. So I really hope they come back actually before the show ends. Mm. Um, They both said they would or they would like to. So I hope that works out. But anyway, uh, I love the show. It's going into his 17th season this year. Wow. Yes. Uh, Very exciting stuff. And this is an article from Variety. It's a pretty long article, um, but just uh, it talks with the creator, Shonda Rhimes, with the showrunner, Krista Vernoff, um, with Ellen, with uh, Chandra Wilson, with Debbie Allen, um, some of the the key women of the the show. So, uh, you know, these... uh, Krista Vernoff has been around since the start, and of course Ellen and Chandra, uh, and they really built this show. And it just explains all the things they've had to go through, from you know sexual harassment to uh, things that are going on behind the scenes, and just the way that they had to fight for the show and to show um, you know characters of all colors and all sexualities, and to really and, and women in power essentially, and having to fight for that power and actually how hard they had to fight to show that on TV. Mm. Um, you know, these women not being the perfect stereotypes, they make mistakes and they do mm. dumb stuff and they have to claw their way uh, back and they have to work hard. And they, you know, it's makes them relatable because, mm. uh, you know, something we can all relate to. And it's, uh, it, it also shows 
sex in a positive light for women that you, you know, not, you won't, you know, you can go out and do what you want without being slut shamed, you know? And it's like, uh, it really is. It kind of shows it in this, uh, in a healthy way. Um, and it's one of the first shows that did that. Mm. And, you know, the first season when they put that out there, um, cause basically Meredith picks up a guy at the bar. She has like, like, the day, the day before the she's <laughs> the night before she's supposed to start her internship in the first episode, she picks up a guy at a bar. She's just like, meh, she's back home. Um, her mother is sick in the hospital. Spoiler alert. Uh, if you're not, if you don't know by now, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how to help you. Um, and she sleeps with them. And in the morning he's still there and he's like, Hey, you want to hang out? She's like, no, get out of here. I got to go to work. She, and they didn't even know each other's names. And then she shows up at work to find out that it is her new boss. Oh, and wow. he is new as well. And was, that was his first night in town and starting work the next morning. So, so yeah. So that's kind of that dynamic. Um, and it's having to overcome those obstacles mm-hmm. when, you know, you're sleeping with someone that the way people look at you, you're sleeping with your superior, superior, if by accident, right. you know, <laughs> but, it, you know, and a lot of that, they, that first season you know, they, this article just goes on to say how much they had to fight for that, for that depiction of, uh, yes, you know, women do that too. And it's okay. And, you know, it's, it's not something that we should be treated differently than men, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a lot of those things that really showed that equality and a lot of the the ways they had to deal behind the scenes with the with the sexism at their own network oh, wow. um, to get a lot of those ideas uh, put on screen. Mm-hmm. So because it wasn't this cookie cutter, oh, this nice pretty girl um, does you know all the things we're used to seeing. Um, it's no, she messes up and she has to uh, make it right and all the different. Uh, it's really it's a great show. I didn't expect much. I only watched it because it was put on Netflix a couple years ago. And I was like, oh my God, Grey's Anatomy is still on. <laughs> I'd never seen the whole episode. And I was like, ugh. I was like, 15th season. I was like, I just have to watch this just to see what this what this is about. What's all the hubbub about? And then I got hooked and now I'm on my third rewatch. So <laughs> it sucked me in. So good. And you really connect with Meredith because she is messed up. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I get that girl. I get that. So and, and so the characters are so good. Uh, and Bailey and, and, and of course, Sandra O, oh, right. uh, Christina. So, you know, it's just, it's just awesome. Mm. I just, I could do a whole, I could do a podcast. I should do a Grey's Anatomy podcast. You should. When season you 17 could. starts. Hmm. Okay. If anyone out there watches Grey's and would actually listen to that, you let me know. <laughs> you know, because I could talk for days about this. And I know there's a lot of people out there being like, no. Just, <laughs> you know what you can so, call the podcast? What? Longevity. Longevity. <laughs> Gray's longevity. That's what I'm going to call it. Gray's longevity. You know what I liked about the article? Yep. I originally sent it to you because it had that quote that got pulled that she kind of knew it would get pulled pulled out of the article where she's like, we don't know when the show, this is Ellen Pompeo, we don't really know when the show is ending, but the truth is this year could be it. And I was like, oh God, no, no, not for Tara. And so, because <laughs> um, I guess she's just saying that her contract expires, which, right. you know, they've they've said the show will go as long as she goes. Like when she yeah. leaves the show, the show is done. So They've extended I guess contracts for other people. Oh, yeah. uh, but for Ellen's, I'm sure they're renegotiating because right. it is still ABC's top rated program. Yeah. That's um, it's just as long as she feel like enjoys doing it and feels like there's, and she seemed really high on the season. So yeah, seems this like season still- they are uh, dedicating to uh, it, the COVID-19 yeah. is going to be a central factor. So they right. are going to address it. They're not going to be in an alternate, alternate, 
alternate universe yeah. where it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, they're dedicating the season to all the frontline workers awesome. um, and that, you know, have been, uh, you know, right there Perfect. having to see COVID-19. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I have no idea what's going to happen. And I, please, Ellen, if you're listening, <laughs> don't leave. Don't leave me. <laughs> I need all of the crazy that Meredith Gray has to offer because she's she's my role model. <laughs> <laughs> Although I am, well, I don't want to say, I never really, really got into Meredith and Derek. I see it. I see it. But I just thought, you know, Meredith, you just like Christina said, he is not the son, Meredith. You're the son. You're the son. He is dreamy, but he's not the son. Mm. So now she, her son is getting to shine because Derek died in a horrible crash. <clears throat> so Spoiler. Horrible. Oh, that's <laughs> Spoiler. A, if you weren't there, it, like, and it was like uh, a huge like, deal five years ago. Oh, five or ten years. <laughs> five years. Was it really well, five years? Good. Not, uh, yeah, five years. 2015. Oh, wow. I hope for your sake it, she doesn't go anywhere anytime soon. I don't know what yeah. you do. Except rewatch all 16. Watch <laughs> uh, well, I still have Station 19. I mean, I guess I could. Spinoff, right? It's a spinoff. Yeah. Yeah. There are some characters from Grace that go on there quite a bit and that I like. Mm. But, all right. you know. Wow. All hope is not lost. But I do think she should just make it an even 20. And didn't it say, the article say that Grey's is now the longest running medical show in TV history? Mm, yes. That's... It beat out ER, MASH. Oh, crazy. Um, yeah. Unbelievable. Good for them. Hmm. And I don't think any of those medical shows on right now are going to beat it ever. No. Uh, no. How long was ER on? Like at least 10 seasons, right? 15, oh, I, wow. I thought. Really? I think because wow. in the 15th season, they made a big deal about it mm. surpassing e- it. ER. Wow. Amazing. So give it a chance. I know it might not be your jam. I thought it was going to be ridiculous. Um, and I scoffed when I saw it was still on after 15 seasons. But, you know, give it a few episodes. You might find someone to relate to. Sure. Uh, so that's it. Okay. That's And if you want to hear Grey's Anatomy <laughs> podcast, let me know. We can go start from the top. I'm talking, oh, like a, like you a, know, a, a 380 episodes or whatever they're crap. at. Yeah, like a rewatch. And then I'll do like new episodes. You should totally do that. All I need is one audience member. <laughs> one if I could just reach one person. <laughs> if I could just change one life. <laughs> so someone that should just write us in and let us know if, if, if they're going to be your listener. Uh, All right. So our friends at BuzzFeed have come up with a um, an article. It's called 31 TV Actors Who Had Undeniable Chemistry on Screen, But Not a Lot of People Talk About It. That's That's the name of the article. It is it is Long-winded. it is written uh, by known Erper Nora Dominic. So that's great. We love we love oh, Nora. So shout out yeah. to Nora. Uh, and so this is sort of the, the the premise behind the article is that BuzzFeed reached out to their community, basically you know viewers or fans like us, and they to tell us to tell them which actors have the greatest on screen chemistry. Um, and this like people kind of voted basically, kind of like you know shout out and, and said what they wanted. So. It's a pretty, I mean, you know, there's a couple of, of shows on this list. What did you guys think of this list? Well, the fact that number three, and these probably, what are ratings? Who knows? It's just in any order. <laughs> what are ratings? But the third one they mentioned was Sarah Shahi and Amy Acker is shot in route on person of interest. So that caught my attention. Because, sure. yeah, you're right. 
And then the quote that they put was, Lord, these two really had the best chemistry. chemistry. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, the whole relationship, the whole storyline sprung from their just natural chemistry. The very first time the characters are on screen, they said, oh, we should do some of this. So I like that that was on there, so obviously. Not a lot of people talk about it, but don't a lot of people talk about that? They not in a scale of like, you know, Outside as, as I was telling you before, there are two other giant lists of chemistry people on mm. this thing. And one of them had people like Jim and Pam from The Office or like Derek and Meredith. So okay. this was... Don't get the credit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Root and Shaw, like within the fandom, yeah, oh yeah, it was huge. Okay. And, uh, and there were some maybe little attention at the time when it was airing, but it's not like it's one of those top sort of general public knows Root and Shaw kind of things. Um, like... Another one that Tara and I love, Dulé Hill and James Roday Rodriguez oh, yeah. has got some Sean on Psych. Nice. Amazing. You know, these aren't all right. relationship, lo- you know. Suck it. That's right. <laughs> this is, these are best friends who had, you know, and again, Psych yeah, is huge. Not, like romantic not, like, relationships. Right. right. Sure. Not everyone. Right. Yeah. There, there's another one but you they, might know too, Kat. What's up? Number eight. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not giving Gus and Sean oh, enough credit here. Oh, again, sorry. Let's not, not move on credit. yet. Let's not move on yet. Oh, my God. Psych 2 just came out, the movie. Good. Did you? Do we, okay. we didn't really talk about that once it came yeah, out? Yeah, we did. Once it came out, we did. Oh, oh, wow. It came out. Okay. It came out in April. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Don't get me started, Kat. You're trying to steal their thunder. I but mean, watch Psych. It wasn't. Is, but... <laughs> well, it must be on Peacock now, right? Yeah. Psych. Uh, the show. I would yeah. imagine. It is, imagine. A, it is a great show, and their chemistry wow. is. When did they you have see how back show? Show. It is the show. It is. Really? I can hear you, Kat. Yes, continue. Go on. <laughs> yes, Gus and Sean. You guys have right. Sean. <laughs> write that, uh, write that down. Every every pair of best friends should figure out who's the Gus and who's the Aww. Sean because they're the ultimate and um, they're amazing. But then there are these two. Mm. Uh, I, I believe it's way hot. There you go. From Herb. again in the fandom, huge. But outside, you know, the fandom, I don't know. Like it. It's not like a household people every everyone knows. No, for sure. But they are on this list as far as like I th- definite chemistry. I think which I think if if we get another couple seasons on this of this show, I think because right now slowly the show is kind of slowly seeping into mainstream mm-hmm. pop culture. I feel after another couple seasons, if we are blessed enough to get that, <laughs> I feel yeah. like y- you'll you'll hear a lot more about this show in pop in mainstream pop culture. Uh, let us not skip one, <laughs> once again. Well, you know, I was shocked with this one. Um, Donald Faison and Judy Reyes as, as Turk and Carla on Scrubs. So I love Scrubs. Just like Grey's Anatomy, it's a, kind of a fun, funny, romantic comedy with some heart medical show, right? And Scrubs is actually one of the more accurate medical shows as a person who works mm. at a hospital <laughs> and um, knows that the chief of surgery does not run the entire hospital. Mm. Um, that this show was really great in the way uh, that it that portrayed medical cases and just how it works in general. Um, and Grey's Anatomy people do give it, get it together because you need to be washing your hands a lot more than you do. <laughs> <into a room. laughs> uh, so with this, so it's uh, Turk and Carla um, and I, Turk and JD, of course, are the best friends on the show scrubs mm-hmm. and they, their chemistry rivals that of Sean and Gus. It is pretty epic. Mm-hmm. Their friendship uh, vibes and friendship goals there, but Judy, uh, I'm sorry, not Judy, Turk and Carla also 
Um, they were a couple and they really had this great relationship. And Scrubs always surprised me with it's like, oh, and I'd be like, end up crying at an episode and not really know like, how did that happen? I was just <laughs> laughing. It's really good. Uh, so if you have a chance to go back and watch that one, that's another good one. Uh, I'm going to jump down to Rizzoli and I. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jane and Mara. And the quote attached was, okay, so they're never a romantic couple, but they totally acted like one. Their chemistry was off the damn charts. Not to open the can of worms mm-hmm. as far as, like, were they baiting their audience, <laughs> but they did have chemistry, however you want to look at them. Uh, Rizzoli and I'll, you know, that's it. It lasted on screen. They did have chemistry. Um, we also have Gina Torres and Alan Tudyk. Zoe and um, oh, yes. um, Firefly. Um, Excuse me. Oh, Excuse no. me. Do now? What did I miss? What did we do? God. You glossed right over number 19. Oh. Troy and Abed from ah, Community. Yes. Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, <laughs> uh, and Danny Pudi as Troy and Abed. Uh, they were great. They uh, have an iconic handshake that I still use with some of my friends. Uh, <laughs> that, that if you know Community, you know exactly what handshake I'm talking about. Mm. Um, but they were really di- uh, like a dynamic duo, and they were so hysterical and ridiculous. It was awesome. Uh, and then when Donald Glover left in the fifth season, it was just never quite the same. Aww. But still, you know, they they are really also friendship goals. Um, there's a lot of, you know, you, you just got to watch the show. I won't, I won't go on. I won't be one of those people that goes on and on. <laughs> you know, you got to be there. <laughs> Moving on. Any other highlights? Can we, can we go they to... They do have Orphan Black. Can we go hmm? to Firefly now, Wendy's? I mean, Tara. Well, Tara, Firefly. Okay? I yeah. mean... Go ahead. Okay. Come on. Yes, you may. I'll allow it. <laughs> As if you don't love Firefly. Come on now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Zoe and Wash on Firefly. Um, I mean, Firefly is talked about a lot. I don't know how much their relationships gets talked about mm-hmm. in the context of the show, but it was definitely a, a great part. It. You know, it was kind of like she was the badass and he was like the goofy pilot guy. Yeah, you exactly. know, They're always so you know, sweet together. Yeah. Yeah, they really were. It really got got me in Serenity. Spoiler yeah. alert. When Wash gets, doesn't just die, gets that pull through his heart. I mean. Brutal. And just in case you thought it. maybe he might survive. No, 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 no. No, it's surviving. like they survived the crazy, that that moment in that movie. They surprised, they, they flew in and he's like, I'm a leaf on the wind as he's flying through. And he lands it and you're like, oh my God, how'd they survive that? Bam. No go. No go. No. That got me. Not cool. No coming back from that. No. No. But or, but there is, if, you know, there's a reboot or something, uh, I would buy any excuse they give me mm. to bring Wash back. Yeah, me too. I'd be, go- I'd be fine with it. Do what you gotta do. Mm. Anything else on this list? Not really. Uh, Orphan Black. Yeah. Uh, Cosima and Delphine. I don't know. I didn't mm-hmm, want to. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people really liked it, though. And again, like that. It was, I wasn't as much my cup of tea, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love Orphan Black, but you know, their pairing, you know, sure. good. I'm glad it's on there. Yeah. Gay ladies you know, represent. Nice to get a little attention for some lady. of the, the ships we yeah. like. Thanks, Buzz. Yeah. Thanks, Nora. Well, guess what? We might be getting mm. somewhere out there mm. an all female Mar- Marvel's Avengers type of. Uh, Type of film that's been talked about. It's been out what? there. Uh, it's, you know, and there's some talk also along the same lines uh, of um, Letitia Wright, who played Suri, T'Challa's sister, aka Black Panther's sister, mm. taking over the role of Black Panther. Not, don't recast. Look, don't recast. No. I don't think anyone wants mm-hmm. to see that role recast yeah. with just a completely different actor. 
they understand. I think people understand. You gotta, if you want to keep telling these stories, what better way than to have her take a, you know, take up the mantle, take his place. People seem to want that. It seems like to be the great opportunity to, to fill the role without just replacing him. Cause you can't replace him. Right. Um, and I feel bad for the actor that tries because he's right. facing an uphill battle. Yeah, but this, people would welcome her, I think, with open arms. But they they have talked about, it sounds like it's just a matter of when, not if, that we'll get an all-female uh, movie. And uh, it sounds like she's down for like being in there, being involved, mm-hmm. fighting with uh, Captain Marvel and all the other great women that were in uh, in Black Panther. Maybe some Florence Pugh. Pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the new Black Widow. Might yeah. be up for that if we fun. ever see that movie to see how it's going to go. Um, but yeah, I agree, Wendy. I think it's inevitable that we'll get the all. I think it's Avengers like movie. yeah. Don't mess this up, Marvel. I think Marvel's smart enough to 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 read the room, <laughs> so they say, and see. Hey, we've got this great actress who could yeah, easily take up the mantle of Black. Yeah, Panther. she was one and, of my um, the, one of my favorite parts of that movie. Yeah, she's so fun. she was great, so fun. There's really no no downside with that. Mm-hmm. So just do it. Get it done. <laughs> After the COVID. No argument. Give us the movie we want. Yeah. With all the female action heroes in the universe, the Marvel universe. Yeah, Tessa Thompson. I mean, there's so many. Mm-hmm. Bring them all in. Do it. We'll we'll show up. And Florence Peel. <laughs> Guess what else? Oh, huh? Female led mm-hmm. <laughs> video uh... entertainment. Uh, my life is murder. My life is murder. Yay! They finally got on it and said, "Hey, this show is pretty fun. People seem to like it. We're gonna give them season two. So coming back is my life is murder." Lucy, Lucy, staying with the show. Here's an interesting thing: they are moving to uh Auckland. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, they're gonna shoot it in Auckland, and I don't know if that's a Lucy thing. I don't know if it's COVID thing. I don't know if it's like. Yeah, no. Both those things? Well, exactly. All the things? Um, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ebony, I'm probably saying this wrong, Vagolands? I forget. Her, her, the the woman who played her sidekick. Right. Her assistant in the show. Uh, she was great. I know Lucy loved her. She raved about her. How in the auditions, it was like, okay, this is it. Moving on. This is perfect casting. Nice. Uh, she's She will continue on the show, but I don't believe it says anything about the rest of the cast. So who knows, you know, mm-hmm. right now, get work where you can get it. If you can go to... Go to um, beautiful COVID-less beautiful New Zealand. Co- yeah, exactly. <laughs> sounds like a some go sort to that dream, safe space. Make a fun TV land. show. Yeah, do it. Awesome. Um, how many? Episodes, I'm glad it's coming back. How many it was a good show. You, season one. Yeah, I want to. I, I would watch it. Okay. Nine or ten. Y'all never finished it, right? No, I, I think I got through two episodes, and I like yeah. it. It's it's very it's fun. It's light. Yes, it's Lucy being yes. you know what the world awesome. needs. Yeah, yes. and like I said, I think I said before, like it's. It kind of has that feel. Like once you kind of get into it, you, you, I love the groove of her. It's like she's an older woman. I say older. She's my age, literally. But um, <laughs> you know, she's kind of like right. I don't have to impress anyone. I've been through stuff. I'm gonna live in this cool, amazing. Oh, I, I hope they keep the interior of her flat the same because I loved her apartment and the cat. She had a cat that hung out. It's basically, um, it just had you. a fun, fun groove. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A much more beautiful, uh, well-financed, cooler, <laughs> cooler woman, uh, but with a cat. That's our similarity. Um, but it's a good question. When did the, I read the article, but maybe you you picked up on it. Did it say that the care like is the are they going to shoot Auckland for Australia? Is the character like? I don't is she know. Be, it's like I don't know city. that it really. 
said right. that just says we're moving production. That's an Australian show, right? Yeah. It's an, and it I don't know if maybe not New Zealand. Anyone had I'm taken sure, it over? Sure it sounds like maybe some new partners came in. You know, who mm. knows? It's business. Okay. okay. Cool. Well, good. Good for good for. But I'm glad it's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whatever reason they decide, and maybe at the time it was easier to, or better to shoot in Australia. Now it's like Meh, too much COVID. We're coming back. Yeah. I don't know. I bet you that's a. I bet you COVID. So huge. Either way, if you haven't checked it out, stick with it. I liked it more as it went. Mm. I got into the groove of the show. I felt like this the humor came out a little bit more. Okay. Uh, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it more as I went. Awesome. All right. All right. All right. Well, there's a great article on Den of Geek. It's written by Lyra Hale. Maybe Lyra. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We're, co- back we're, we're covered okay. either way. Uh, it's called How Winona Earp's Way Hot Has Changed the TV Landscape. Mm. It's a great article. Mm. Uh, Lyra Lyra. Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I'm sure she's lovely. I'm not, I don't mean to make fun of her name. Uh, no, but we just don't. No, we're, we don't, we're not making fun. Yeah, <laughs> we're just, we if just. If you've listened to this long enough, really you know, names aren't always our strong That's right. No. A- AK pointed that out uh, for us. <laughs> yes. AK. We can't even spell <laughs> letters. <laughs> so it's a great article. It really kind of, takes you through like basically this author is able to express the whole barrier gaze trope and like you know through the from Taryn Willow up into 2016 she she's able to express this so beautifully and there's so many great quotes in here much better than I could ever express so um it basically you know explains why way hot uh, has changed tv and how if you if you look back at when Taryn Willow were the, the sort of most high profile gay couple on TV back in the early two thousands and how, when Tara's kind of random un, un unforeseen death happened, it broke a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of lesbians hearts, uh, mine, myself included. <laughs> and then you kind of fast forward to 2016 when four lesbian or bisexual women characters were killed off within a month of each other. Boy, like that, <laughs> I didn't realize it was within a month. That's crazy. Yeah, me either. It, that's upsetting. Hmm. So there's just a, a, a lot of really great quotes. One of them is, and it means not putting queer characters in the backdrop of large productions like Avengers, Avengers Endgame and Star Wars as a means of saying, hey, we gave you representation as if representation is the same thing as inclusion. And there is a big difference. And she's right. You can't just throw in a random gay character in a throwaway scene in a movie and get points for that. You just, you don't get points for that. She says, so the lesson that we can have happy beginnings, middles and ends matters for queer viewers who have been either erased or explicitly told otherwise for decades. Way hot matters because they are a sign of where we've come from and where we're headed when it comes to LGBTQ representation. Uh, It's just a great article and it really kind of helps um, articulate a lot of the things that, that, fans have been feeling for for a while and you know when the when the the 402 stare sex scene happened <laughs> i think we could all remember that <laughs> you guys remember that you remember that scene mm-hmm. vaguely it really was kind of you know th- this article helps to put that in perspective that it really is kind of um groundbreaking mm-hmm. and what what emily andrus the creator and showrunner of wine on herb has kind of done with with that part of the show is just really really incredible and obviously we're we're big fans of her here so yeah it's awesome and uh, according to emily's twitter uh last week they have finished the final edit 
of the second half of season four. Oh, so that's oh, so that's awesome. So we'll see. I'm sure we're still not going to see anything till January. That's my guess. But in any event, we still have a whole half a season to look forward to. So including is Woo! probably going to be in our special wh- wedding. Winona Earp episodes. That's right. Oh, that's right. Our uh, our bonus episodes. Our, our episodes. Our episodes. Yeah. That's right. So, in unrelated news, um, we <laughs> we finished watching The Haunting of Bly Manor. Um, mm, yes. I'm still pretty upset about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people are still recovering. <laughs> spoiler alert. Big spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I mean, you know... Uh, what did you guys think? Uh, I'm 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 kind of exhausted just thinking about it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I liked it overall. Um, I, mm, I well, liked, here's they're like okay, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> if you're if you're struggling with your thoughts, I have some. Uh, I liked it. Um, now I get now. Spoiler alert! Yes, we're talking about this in the barrier gaze way because uh, the one of the lesbian characters did get drowned and died. Um, I thought it was, you know, which is, you know, it's, it's given the history, it's never good, but here's my thing. I went into, I knew this, the relationship was a part of the show, which is why we started watching it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I honestly never expected like the final episode pretty much goes once you get past the scary Bly Manor kind of resolving that in a way, all the scary that's happening. The history of how... Yeah, the history. And then all the current things with this um, Danny, who's the nanny, and Jamie, who's the gardener, and they kind of have their thing. I never, ever thought this show was going to then go from there to their lives, their lives together, like follow them. Yeah. And like, it had some really nice moments where they, there's a proposal. And all through this time, there's that weight over her head because of something that happens. Like she sort of brings this, invites this sad, forgotten ghost lady lady sort of, of the into lake. her lady of yeah. the lake yeah. in order and, to uh, save flora right to save the the little girl so it she just has this sense that it's, at some point coming. that's going to come back yeah. to haunt her that that the lady of the lake's going to pull her in with her and just ruin her life and mm-hmm. kill her whatever so even with that over weighing over their heads she and jamie go off and they have a life and they get married and they have like a nice existence and it turns out the kids don't even remember what happened at right. the yeah, everybody kind of forgets yeah everybody. at least the children do um yeah so i liked it in the sense like i never saw an actual relationship story coming out of this i thought it was going to be like it was going to be part of it maybe somebody would die it is a horror show um, but I didn't expect it to devote as much time as it did to them and actually having a full fledged sort of like, and it was like a less than an hour episode. You couldn't really go too far, but the fact that right. it stuck with them and made them the, the ending of the show in a way I liked, it was also a story. I thought it was, you know, while it sucked that she ended up dying as she thought, you know, you also had Hannah grow. It, it was a tragic tale for all sorts yeah. of people. Yes. It a was the theme of it was dead. love <laughs> and loss and death. <laughs> And missed yeah. opportunities and gotten, you know, and then they even say like well, one day at a time, you know, some people don't even get this much time. You look at yeah. Hannah and Owen and like they never even had a chance to have anything. She was already dead. Who knew? Um, so and even like the the past tales with uh, I like the name Perdita and um, and Violet? Uh, Viola? Viola? Violet, 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 you know, all the all the romantic stories in this were tragic. Yeah, I would say even the even the parents. I don't think we ever learned how they died. Oh, even though it seems suspect, but they never got into it. Accident or something. Car accident. So yeah. while it or was, they couldn't recover the bodies because he said they were empty caskets. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. 
So given the fact that like the, it felt like, and I liked how the end, you know, the, she's telling the story right. and she's like, that you had cool. it wrong. It's not a horror story. It's a love story. And it was all about, and most of the love story part of the everyone's story was tragic. Mm-hmm. No one really got a happy ending. Except, Essentially you know, the lesson Flora. was live that one day at a time because yeah. even as Flora was explaining how terrified she was of losing her yeah. soon-to-be husband. Right. And Jamie reminding her, hey, don't get ahead of yourself. Just, you know, enjoy the yeah. time you have and savor every, every moment. And today's all, isn't that all we really have? And she said that a lot in her cute little accent. Yes. And I was still thinking a story like this, like it's, it wasn't a story set out to be like, like, hey, let's tell this gay story. It was, let's tell a horror story. Mm. Why don't we make these two, make this a lesbian relationship instead of, they could have easily not done that sure. and nothing would have changed. Sure. So, you know, sometimes they'll get it. Like, they probably had the idea. Here's the story. It's a tragic tale. Hey, we're going to make them two women instead of a woman and a guy gardener. Right. You know, which would have been the same exact story. Yeah. Or yeah. was it the other way around? If anybody knows, please let us know. <laughs> like, did they write it specifically for- And who knows? Around know. that, hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, so that was my thought. Um, You know, watching the final episode, it was interesting how, was it like maybe 15, 20 minutes in, they had resolved kind of that. Right. All the, you mm-hmm. know, the kids and whatever, like, okay, what's happening? Escaped like, Bly Manor. They did. And then it's like, okay, what's about to happen? So that's when the crying started for me. <laughs> <laughs> and... You know, I I was kind of I I didn't need to see it. I didn't need to see this heartbreaking lesbian story. And just because it was, it was a slow, slow. Oh death. my god! It was like thirty five <laughs> minutes of crying. And you know, I'm not looking for this kind of entertainment right now. This is not. This you know, is not the content I need. Not, not see it the coming. content I need. And ju- but just because you know, this whole the whole barrier gay thing, like. It doesn't mean that you can never have a, you can never, you know, it doesn't mean you can't ever yeah. kill off a gay character. Like, that's not fair to content producers, right? Like, of course you can kill off gay characters, but, and in this way, it was very important to the story. It eventually became the entire reason for the whole show, right? Is to kind of show. Right, exactly. So yeah. They kind of get a pass on on the barrier gaze thing. It's just right. unfortunate that we, that it was like, and you even it was said, still just Tara, fucking depressing. You said last time we talked, you're like, oh, I'm sure something horrible is going to happen because oh, that's yeah. what we're trained to think. Well, right. Well, that, I mean, but also I'm trained to think that because of, I don't watch a lot of scary stuff in general. Right. I just feel like the haunting of Bly Manor is not going to have a <laughs> no. super happy everyone wins no. kind of ending. No, not at all. And I mean, I did like the way it ended with, it ended up being that Jamie was the narrator and she's at, Flora's wedding and it was, uh, it was and she's always putting pools of of water right, she to see to if bed. she can see yes. the lady of the lake and then the hand uh, at the Dan. end you know it's her yes it's, it's it's Danny's hand so it was well done I don't I will never watch this show again I'll try not to ever <laughs> think about it again um in my notes I just wrote down very fucking bleak <laughs> it should have been called bleak, bleak manner because god it, damn it was that depressing it was and I think it, it uh, the Twitter reactions show that others were as surprised as we were because, yeah. you know, it is. It's going a certain way and you think, oh, if they just can make it off or out of Bly Manor, right, you know, fine. they just can escape and they can live happily ever after. Well, no one gets that lucky on these kinds of shows. There, It comes with a catch. Yeah. It comes with being uh, possessed in some way <laughs> by yes. a creepy lady of the lake uh, <laughs> to which you will also suffer the same fate. 
eventually, but you don't know when. Yeah. Um, it's always looming over you yeah. for the rest of your life mm. until you just freakishly see their reflection out on the street <laughs> and, and realize that the most depressing part was that she's like, I'm not going to remember. I'm not going to remember anything. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm you're one day you only, you won't even know when, and I won't even know that it's happened. You'll be, you might be sitting next to me and I, I won't be me anymore. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Jamie says something really sweet and she goes, and I, I can't feel anything. I could do the feeling for the both of us. Exactly. That was definitely not Scottish, but you know. God. It was it was rough, guys. It was rough. It was like, damn. <sighs> See, and I feel like it was it was rough. And there, the part I think the part that Get, got me almost teary was uh almost teary I don't crazy did, did you cry I, I at all cry. really no. i no. cried God. I, I cried i wa- <laughs> i actually watched the last episode this morning and i was like nothing like a good old sunday morning cry before football <laughs> you know i feel like i, would- I cry at different things like i got a little teary when she was like you're my best friend and i know we may not have much time but like here are the rings and mm. you know they got into marriage first they couldn't get married and they got like certificate you know so it was like i think there's one of those times in there i got a little teary but i just a don't little cry. teary yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I was I like a mess <laughs> i think gray's anatomy has really prepared me for these like you know it's gonna go wrong but you don't know how wrong it can go until oh, it happens wow, yeah. and then you're like I, yeah. oh god dude you, you know get you but yeah that, that was rough <sighs> I mean, i'm I, there with the cat i i yeah, cry thank you for sure. thank you i just remember <laughs> thinking just, I was surprised that we got to see their story to that extent. Yeah, yeah Jamie's cool. just Jamie's face. Whatever, poor Danny would kind of be zoning out, and yeah. you could just see <sighs> she just wanted to be worth with her for any day, as many days as she could. Yep, pretty upsetting. I love that the show gave us Hannah and No. I loved Hannah Gross. Like I just yeah, adore that character. I, into, uh, so I, I like that we got to see those characters. Yeah, great, has, you know. yeah, and she has a was, horrible, horrible, uh, disturbing a, ending. Does have a horrible <laughs> yeah, story. That, that story is equally depressing. So I then Owen is sad and lonely for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. life is hard, man. In some shows, <laughs> it's us. It's called <laughs> the haunting of Blair Man, Bly Manor. It's not called. Happy days at Bly Manor. Oh, it's a tragic horror story that was probably less horror and more just sad and tragic. Yeah, it was just yeah, more sad. I would say that it was less it was less it was not as scary as I thought it was gonna be. It's just right. really and at the upsetting. End, the the woman getting married that we find out is Flora. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a fun twist. Says it's not a ghost story, it's a love story. Mm-hmm. Or tragic love story. But. Tragic, tragic It's like the freaking notebook, you know? <laughs> Like that woman had Alzheimer's. She was kind of forgetting stuff, oh, and then they're please, in the bed no, together. Can't think and about it, oh. it. Not thinking about it. <laughs> but he I never saw that whole her. thing. Oh God, you want to freaking cry? Oh, watch that, Wendy. One. You'd love it. It's a very you, you would love <laughs> yeah, it. Super, be, totally right up your alley. You'd be laughing the whole time. Oh my God. It was so good. I did not expect to enjoy the Notebook as much as I did, but it was ridiculous. Uh, it would be great if we had like a lesbian version of the Notebook. That'd be so great. Yeah. My God. I enjoy that. Oh, wait, but then they, one of them would have to die, right? Yeah, but you at least... Well, no, but of, from Alzheimer's at old age. Right. Oh. After okay, a long, it's different. A long life together. And you die... Wait a minute, what's the, the one... You die holding each other in bed. Oh, okay. Oh, do they die? At the ones? end of... Yeah. Well, at the end, that's... Okay. And it's like Spoiler. the camera pulling out... From, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's been out for well, 20 years. I think I've it's had fun. Like I'm fine with it. It's like when it happens, okay? Okay. Yeah. Well, as long as they're 90. <sighs> 
But it's all the stuff in between. And you're like, no, he's, oh, God, her mom didn't give her the letters. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, God. All this time. <sighs> Should we switch gears? Please. To, uh, at least a more light, entertaining well, yeah. bit of. I Overall, I liked it. I could I appreciate too. the relationship. I thought it was well done, even though it was extremely distressing to watch. <laughs> Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to go back and watch Hill House now. Knowing oh, it's my like God. The music at the end, too, when all that was happening. I was like, oh, dear God. <laughs> this, like, sad, beautiful music. And oh, when they're talking over the bathtub. and God. Yeah, they were just really <sighs> laying it on thick. Yeah. Uh, if you Ugh. if you do go and watch uh, Haunting of Hill House, Wendy, I'd love to know what you think. I think it's, okay. it's more... It's, there are some pretty upsetting parts in it, but it's definitely there's more some some more jump scares, okay. it's a little more fun I think to watch. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll give it a shot, and, and it'll be interesting to see what they do as their third installment if it comes back. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it will. I'll probably won't watch it, so you guys can tell me all <laughs> about it. Uh, <clears throat> all right, we should move on. We. Let's move on. What about a sharp left turn to the <laughs> Mandalorian? Yeah, it is. Back, oh, it's so the child, aka back. baby Yoda's back. Uh, so happy. Uh, yeah. It was spoilers. Good. We're gonna yes. spoilers. Yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, this episode. Yeah. If you haven't watched yet, yep. go catch up. Yep, because they're releasing you know, it week by week, which I like. My, me, too. Yeah, me too. Me too. I like how it start. You know, it started with a scene that's been shown a lot in the previews, where they he takes the little baby child to uh to that fight thing which is so cute and little baby Yoda. oh my god they're well, floating not baby yoda, but i'm gonna call it alley right <laughs> yeah. i call it baby yoda but they're fly- floating so baby yoda's next to, to mando and he's just floating along and he's like eh, eh, like looking at all the graffiti as he's been <laughs> yeah the graffiti was cool he's like eh, eh. yeah the graffiti was cool it's like somebody's gotta go do yeah, yeah it was like this like. cool like anti uh stormtrooper uh, art and, like all these cool murals it was you know yeah, I like that they they started off with that fight scene where, but yeah, I feel like the whole fight scene where he's there, he's trying to find out where more Mandalorians are basically. Yeah. Maybe to help he takes him Baby Yoda to a wrestling the match. <laughs> yeah. He's like WWE underground match. The one I go for some reason it was like feeling weird. Like like I was looking at some of the other alien characters, like their makeup looks weird. I don't know about this one eyed guy. Just felt off. But then after like. This cool fight scene, and then it's like the music. I was like, "Oh, yeah. we're back! Where's Mando? I'm feeling the Mandalorian." Yes. Yep. Boom. Da 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 da. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, that guy tricks Mando into right. thinking that he has information, but he says, "You know what? I'm going to take your armor instead." And he has all these armed guards pull guns on him, and Mando's like, Mm-mm. "I might not kill you if you let me go. If you tell me where I can find the other Mandalorian." And he's like, ha, 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 I have you cornered. What are you going to do? And he's like, blows them all up. At once. Cool. <laughs> that was cool. I love that thing. That thing on his little arm where yeah. it sends all the bullets. Yeah. yeah that's gets everybody cool. out. That, yeah. And the little baby knew uh, this is going down. So hides yeah. wisely in a, his pod. And by the way, so the, the, the one voice eyed, of the one-eyed like, guy. He was like not just one-eyed. He was like a cyclops almost. Yeah. Like with that. Yeah. John Leguizamo. He, uh, what? That was his voice. The voice of John Leguizamo. Really? Yeah. That's Who was it? John Leguizamo. He- Really? Gore no, Koresh. I have no idea. Yep. Oh, okay. Huh. All right. So then on we go to Tatooine. That's right. Back yeah, to Tatooine. Gotta go to Tatooine. Where we find who again? I was so excited. <laughs> Amy Sedaris. She is so funny. Very kooky. Her mechanic. Very kooky. It's such a nice touch. It's just so yeah. ra- She's so random, but I love it. 
Uh, and did you notice the little uh, Easter egg, Wendy, in the in that in that scene with Amy Sedaris? Which no, <gasps> did I? Dro- was it the droid? Yeah, yeah. The, even I. Oh yeah. The, R, was it R five D four? That's R five D four from A New Hope. You should like hurry it up. And he's yeah. He's the, anytime now. <laughs> he's the droid with the bad motivator who uh, Uncle Owen almost buys instead of R two D two. I didn't realize it was the yeah. same exact R five D four. That's one. cool. Love I mean, that. it looked like R five D four, but I know you know there's a lot of droids. Yeah, so, I know, love that. I love that, that they're kind of. I'm glad he found a home. Yeah, I love that. So fun. Good. Okay. Yeah. Good. So Amy, her character, I don't know. What do we know her character's well, name? Well, you mean Pele Modo? Of course. Sure. Of Pele course. Modo. Her. She <laughs> helps uh Mandalorian and says, Hey, look, uh he might be in the settlement of Moss Pelgo. Right? Moss Pelgo. Sure. Take it. Moss Pelgo. Yep. Yeah. Moss Moss And then one of my favorite parts of this episode. He goes, do you still have that old speeder bike? So he hops on the speeder bike that she lends him, and baby Yoda's ears are flapping in the wind. <laughs> it's adorable. And he's like, eh. Those were some flappy ears. I loved yeah. it. <laughs> and off they go. I like how she points on him. Here's Moss Eisley. I forget the other one she yeah. refers to. And then there's Moss Pelgo, whatever that is. Yeah. There's a lot of moss. A lot of mosses. Mo- moss. Mosses. Yeah, you think, Yeah. He gets to what well, first goes to the bar, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Into first town, place to go. Bar, of where I go. Makes sense. The bar. I, I like how every settlement has one, no matter how desolate and remote. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's true on no. Earth too. Yeah, probably. That's probably every settlement has saloon, some sort of bar <laughs> and a church, <laughs> watering hole. Really yeah. How do they get their liquor? I guess it's probably all homemade. Probably. Probably, it's probably not very good. Does he wants up. to know where anybody else wearing that armor, and the guy's like, "Oh, you mean the marshal." <laughs> And then right. in walks the marshal, which is the sloppiest looking Mandalorian I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, I was like that is number right. one, he's wearing Boba Fett's armor, and this ain't Boba Fett. No, it's like he doesn't quite, bad child's costume. It's like any little out thing. as much as Boba Fett. Yes. Is. Right. And he looked a little unput together. <laughs> his his uh, the chest armor looked kind of like a little belly shirt, you know? Yeah. Kind of was. But like he's he's kind of fooling Mando for a while until he sits down. It's like, da da, he took his helmet yes. off. Mando's like, oh, hell no. You cool. are not a Mandalorian. You just took your hat off. Yeah. Who are you? By the way, he has great hair for living out in the middle of nowhere. He does have nowhere. good hair. Really good he hair. He does. Yeah. He does have some Pretty nice good. Hair. And that's Josh Demel, right? No. no. I, o- I always guy? get these two guys mixed up. It's Timothy Oliphant. Oh, my God. Those Like, he and Josh, I, they could be, like, fucking wow. brothers. You think they look alike? I've never... I, I think they do. Really? I, sure. I thought, I, I thought it was a weird casting choice, honestly. Yeah. But I was like, but I like it. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing, Jack. I've never at all... Now I'm looking at, he's the, apparently... He's, the just, he's <laughs> just a thing. Yeah. Okay, he's now I'm yeah. seeing the pictures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I still don't see it. So as they're deciding wow. <laughs> that they're going to kill each other and who's going to do it, the ground starts rumbling, mm. and uh, they both they say they essentially give each other look like let's put a pause on this, <laughs> yes. and go see what's happening. Put a pin in there as they're like about to draw guns on each other, yeah. right? Uh, so they walk outside. The whole town shaking. We see something coming under the stand. What's the name of that Kevin Bacon movie? Tremors. Tremors. <laughs> it was definitely Tremors vibes on that. And then this poor, poor Bantha. God, oh. he's just drinking his water. The Bantha's killed me in this episode. God. Yeah, poor Bantha's. And the, this big old 
thing came out of the, what do they call it? Some kind of dragon? Crate dragon. dragon. The crate dragon. So in Star Wars, when R2 and 3PO are wandering around in the desert after they've just crashed landed on Tatooine, you see these random bones in the dragon. That is a crate dragon. Those are the bones. Mm. Yes. So they pulled that out from Star Wars lore. Very cool. The dragon. Yeah. So, well, it's there, alive and well, and it bursts out of the sand and just... (laughs) And just... Bye bye, Bantha. That Bantha on one big old bite, right? That poor Bantha. Just mind Poor Bantha. Bantha. It gets sadder, though. The Bantha stories get sadder. We'll get to that. It keeps coming. A lot of Bantha death in this one. Ugh. It hurt me. (laughs) This hurt. Did this hurt you more than what you saw in Bly Manor? Yeah, the Bantha (laughs) had. The Bantha had no choice in the matter. That's true. So anyway, yeah, so so then they, <laughs> they say, hey, why don't we don't kill each other? And why don't you help me kill that crazy creature? And I will give you this Mandalorian armor. And so our Mando agrees. Um, they go, they track down the lair um, of this crate dragon. Mm-hmm. And uh, they find the Tuscan Raiders. Se- yeah, the Tuscan Raiders, the sand people there. Mm-hmm. I was going to make you work for that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I saw you struggling. Like, I got this. I got this. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then a uh, fight nearly ensues. Then we learn that Mando speaks their language. It's like, <coughs> it's like sign language <coughs> and a series of grunts of grunting, some kind. Yeah. yeah. Did you know they hired a deaf actor to play a Tuscan Raider and then had that oh. actor help? come up with the language cool. the hand gesture oh. language sort of the sign language that the tuscan raiders use that's that, awesome that actor helped develop fun that factoid. Yes, that's a great factoid. fun factoid nice job yeah because apparently the the village that the marshal uh presides over they do not have good relations with the tuscan raiders Mm-mm. the sand people because yeah. they've been attacked by them so they there's bad blood yeah so they're gonna learn to work together Indeed. and he gives them kind of like you know this weird gordy thing of a drink and he's like i ain't drinking this uh but things almost fall apart but man yeah okay. Of course, brings it back back home. Says, "Look, we got to defeat this dragon. Get it together, people and sand people." <laughs> yep. Uh, then they <laughs> essentially Mando uh, offers up the Marshall's village people yeah, right. <laughs> to go to help. They need more recruits, more people to distract this dragon. Uh, so they bring in the. Innocent villagers. Um, they bring in some more banthas, right? Is that when they brought in? Or yeah. they do sacrifice the banthas periodically, apparently. Well, well, they tried he, first. They did try. Like, he, that one Tuscan guy, he, like, brings the bantha out, like, hey, you're going to eat this bantha, and I'm going to run away. And this dirty dragon's like, no, I'm going to eat you. So good. Oh, man. I'm just going to eat you. Twist. So that's when they're like, we, we're going to need more people to sacrifice yeah. the bantha. I'm thinking, well, what are the people going to do? But Right, Exactly. Just be a distraction, I guess, yeah, or they threw much. ropes or whatever they did. Yeah, know. we learned what they do, but yeah, yeah. I'm like they're not. So they defeat it, right? Well, Long not start. that easily. <laughs> well, not that easily, of course. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the sad bantha part. Yeah. First of all, the people. It's kind of they're digging this trench, and they want the crate dragon to to be suckered into coming all the way out, and they're going to blow it up at the belly because mm-hmm. the belly is weak. Mm-hmm. But so they get it, and they're like shooting spears with ropes, they're pulling it out, but the the, the explosion doesn't work. So then Mando and Marshall go. They're trying to fight it. And then it comes down to... This was really sad. Now this gets me crying. So Mando has the Bantha who's carrying the explosions. And they still have the detonator. Yeah. So he gets the dragon to eat not only the Bantha, but himself. Yeah. 
And so Mando's in the belly of the dragon, but he's got his cool armor. And then at the last minute, the dragon goes up, he flies out, and, and he blows up the blows poor Bantha to destroy uh, the Jeez. Wow. Banthas are disposable, apparently. I know. Jeez. They're just, no. just like big old elephant cows or whatever they are. <laughs> no, they're so cute. They are very cute. <sighs> but apparently they have a high number of them in that small village <laughs> yeah, because they're all over the place. <laughs> There are a lot of Banthas around. I don't yeah. think they're, they're Bantha short. They're not endangered. No, that's At least true. they weren't until Mando showed up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Until the dragon took, showed up. Um, they took a big hit. Yeah. So, you know, un- not surprisingly, Marshall says, you can have the armor. I don't deserve this armor. You're awesome. Yeah. I, I really Mando like these the kind of like one-off episodes where he's on this ultimate journey, but then he helps this mm-hmm. village defeat the crate Dragon yeah. and you know, very, makes friends with the marshal and all on his, yeah, it is all on his ultimate journey. Cause you're thinking, how is this going to tie in <laughs> to the overall? And you're like, well, maybe it's not. It's just a fun thing that he's, that he does along his way. Yeah. But also I feel like, you never know. I feel like Marshall could show up, you know? Right. Well, I mean, he did say, I hope our paths right. cross again. Yeah, I can so, coming so, back at some fun, point. Fun character. Yeah. Um, that being said, and then uh, Mando and the child leave mm-hmm. and, they are being watched by a mysterious figure mm. with no hair. And he looks suspiciously like Tamara Morrison. <laughs> played Django Fett. Right. And rumor mm. has been cast as Boba Fett. Indeed. And if you having escaped, obviously the story is he apparently got this arm. Oh, well, they told the backstory. He got the marshal got the armor from the Jawas. That's right. He traded for this armor. And, uh, which I guess the Jawas got it scavenging and they found it maybe after Boba Fett got supposedly digested right. by the, uh, oh, Sar- the Sarlacc. Sarlacc mm. So, Well, and if you go to, apparently. if you go to the IMDb page, Tamara is credited as Boba Fett. So he's back. Woo! Fett, Boba, Fett, Boba lives. He's back. That's exciting. <sighs> Boba did not make a good meal. That's not surprising. I mean, if if Mando can get eaten by the crate dragon and get out, then Boba can get out of the Sarlacc pit. You know, right? If the armor, the armor protected Mando, sure, perhaps the same. That tracks. That tracks. Good for Boba. I uh, (laughs) and I'm glad it's Trevor Morrison. I really like him. He's great. It it makes sense. Great, you'd cast him. Perfect casting right there, Tamara. Um, Unless I'm saying that wrong, but either way, I like the casting. you know, it's interesting when I was watching this episode, which is good. Good start. Great start. Good solid start. Yes. Bring back Mando. So much fun. Uh, every time I saw a shot where it's like the sky and they're like at a campground, whatever, all I could think of is them sitting in that big old room yep. with that big screen like we saw in the oh, making yeah. up. And I'm like, yeah, that's that room. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I, so many times I'm like, they're just walking around that room with that cool background. Yeah. And uh, it kind of take, takes me out of it completely. But I'm like, yeah, no, I, I just, you know. I mean, it makes sense. I know they make movies and TV shows with like a trickery, but now I just picture that big old room that was so cool in yeah, the making it's of it. Amazing how they do it. Yeah, um, glad it's back. We oh, need a Mando. I'm so glad it's back. I just love being back in this world. It's so mm-hmm. so yeah, much fun. It's refreshing. Uh, this was written and directed by John Favreau, who created the series. So it was a strong episode, and that's I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. But God, I'm so glad it's back. Yes. The world too. Mandalorian, Mandalorian has been one of the bright spots of 2020, even though it came out originally in 2019, right? And this, but just the hoopla mm-hmm. did it stretch into 2020? I don't know. No, I don't good question. But either way, <laughs> it it's been a bright spot. I forgot to mention the real winner 
the real takeaway from Bly Manor. <laughs> oh, no. I just want to touch on before we go. <laughs> yes. It is something we can all take with us as lesbians. I think we can all appreciate and maybe incorporate it into our daily life. It is Jamie's cute flannel and rolled jeans with Converse <laughs> that she wore uh, when she is, you know, that day she realizes that Danny went out to the lake. Mm. Go check out that outfit. It's pretty cute. <laughs> At least you could get a cute outfit I was out of like, it. ooh, I like that. Hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway. I'll try to take one. You can usually find a good outfit from <laughs> from an 80s lesbian love story. Indeed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's my style. <laughs> 80s lesbian. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah. Well, a tale of two shows. Indeed. <laughs> One fun. Um, speaking of sad and fun, we're just, I don't know, right now, at the airing of this episode, it's election day. Oh, boy. I hope you want to throw oh, that in there. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, you know, mm. we'll see what the next episode brings uh, from our discussion. Because right now, at the time of this, we don't know how it's going. No. I hope the world is still around. Me too. Mm. Let's be, really you know, guys, know. Let's, be, let's be positive. We're going to be hopeful. Be hopeful. Uh, hopefully, if you're if you are vote if you are listening to this in the United States and you can vote and you're in line somewhere, you're Get waiting. Oh yeah, stick with it. <laughs> stick with it. I hope we're entertaining you. Stay in line. Yeah. Do your you know do your civic duty. We're here for you. You can go back and listen to some episodes of the Snop to keep you company. We're here for you. Thank you for being out there. And gosh darn it, let's hope for the best, guys. I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. yeah. Stay positive. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> if you're God, standing us. in line and want to look at us up on Twitter, uh, at Snopodcast, 1D on the Twitter. And on Instagram and Facebook at SheNerdsOutPodcast. And you can send us an email to SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. And then can you please subscribe to the Snop? And the Snop will show up in your phone every week. We'll just kind of creep into your bedroom Monday night. Jump more into your pants. Right. Well, okay, oh, no. well, uh, moving on. Back pocket, you know? Back pocket. Right, of course. Just, that's where lesbians get their phones. I don't know. <laughs> so you can also leave us a review and rate us. That would be great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, in lieu of any other closing statements mm. other than stay strong, go vote. Yes. Stay in line. See you next time on The Snop. She nerds. Out. out. Vote. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerds.